This is Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 156. Thomas, and guess who's back? (laughs) Majana. (laughs) She's walking around. She can't sit still, but we got her in the room anyway. (laughs) So glad to be back. I'm glad you're back. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Stronger every day. So just kind of talk through what you went through. Well, a lot. A lot more than I thought I was going to go through. But what I really want to talk about are the really amazing lessons that I think I learned and took away from this. And I wrote them down. There were five of them. And I'm sure there will be more as I still continue to process and heal. But the first thing that sequentially what came to me as I was told that the surgery was not an option, I thought, you know what? I have a responsibility in this. It's not. You said surgery was not an option. You mean no surgery Correct. was not an option. Yeah. Surgery was mandatory. The only option. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. So, um, yes, I thought the surgeon is not solely in charge of what my outcome is. I have responsibility as well. So just implementing all of the tools that I already had, meditation, I sought out healers, energetic healers, to get me in line there. I did um, visualization on myself, whole, healthy, and complete, and then also visualized the surgeon surrounded by golden white light, especially his hands as he walked on me. And then I came across a really cool resource, Jonathan Goldman. If you have Amazon Digital, you can stream him uh, free. And it, beautiful harmonics, absolutely beautiful. And there were some for chakras, there was harmonic healing, many options. So I fell asleep every night listening to those. And I think that was just wonderful. Yeah. Owning it is a big deal, isn't it? It is. This was a joint effort. How do you own it and not beat yourself up? Release and And actually, one of the healers helped with that as well. Um, My guide showed up and said this was necessary, that I was actually packing three past lives with me, and this was a culmination and a release of those. So, hey, if I can take care of four lives all at once, yes. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And it was a lot. Four lives worth of pain right there. Oh, God, no kidding. That was the most painful thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know a human could not lose consciousness in that pain, truly. Well, you had that as one of your five, I think, right? Yes, actually, that um, was how I got through the initial pain. And then my last night there, a nurse forgot to give me pain meds in the middle of the night, and that drug into a three-hour ordeal. And the most powerful, I think out of all this, this is the most powerful lesson that I learned, is what we hear all the time, just breathe. And we hear that, and sometimes I think I'm shallow breathing, but this put a whole new light on it. And truly, with that intense pain, it was I was never more present to the moment than I was at that time and focusing on just breathing and sending that breath to my back, to my spine, to the spasming muscles, just sending the breath and staying very present. And it worked. That is what got me through that period of time. How... If you were to describe that pain, how would you describe it? I don't have words for that. I truly don't. I it's you know, I have a pretty high tolerance. Yeah, you do. And it was nothing I've ever experienced or came close, but truly, even even in the hospital I remember thinking, why am I conscious? 
how intense would this have to be to lose consciousness? And I really don't want to know. I don't want to experience it. Well, I know how tough it was. And God bless your heart. You you did make it through. Well, and you were a big part of that. Thank you. What was another one? Becoming aware that I am more than this physical body, but applying that. So before the surgery and then even after, all right, Majana, how do you feel right now? Physically, how do you feel? Well, that one was the easy one. But then emotionally, how do I feel right now? That was pretty easy as well. But then the one that really took practice was how does my spiritual body feel right now? That really surprised me at the difference between the three. And I know, you know, depending on what your practice is, there are actually other bodies as well. I just focused on those three. And that was enough for me. But really honoring all of those. You know, the guy that I've probably learned the most, no, not probably, definitely learned the most in my spiritual path of the last 10 years is Fred Dodson. Yes. Fred mentions attention and awareness are the two biggest tools in our spiritual tool belt. Oh, I completely agree. And this brought it home. Attention to all three of those bodies and the different feelings in them. That also gave my mind something to think about other than the pain. So that was good. And then breathing through it. And really, I'm telling you, that spiritual body had very different feelings than my emotional body and my physical body. That was a real spiritual growth moment for me. You know, as you mentioned that, I just pulled up Majana's chart here, her astrological chart. And I've spent, since you have been recovering and we're going through the surgery, I've been working on astrology to a point of hyper-fascination. Oh, like a fiend. It's been just amazing. And most of it around soul growth. So this very thing you're talking about, knocking out three or four lifetimes in one. Well, where does that show up in your astrological chart? I bet you can tell me. I can tell you (laughs) where it shows up in your astrological chart. It shows up with Saturn and Pluto. Oh, yeah. Mostly. And I just glanced here. The day that you ruptured your disc, your Saturn was in a direct opposition to your sun. Now, when Saturn opposes the sun, so it's across the chart, you know, the chart's a wheel. Mm-hmm. So your sun was up here at the top at about 11 o'clock, and Saturn was down here at about 5 o'clock, but it was directly across from the sun. When Saturn gets across and gets wonky with your sun, all hell breaks loose. Look out. <laughs> because Saturn is the planet that is going to keep you on your karmic path. Wow. Saturn will, Saturn it represents a father figure in mythology. And it will, so what does a father do? He disciplines his child. Yes. Keeps him on the straight and narrow. So Saturn says, we can do this one of two ways. We can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. Which is it going to be? Uh, clearly, I chose the hard way. And it goes strike one, <laughs> strike two, wham, you know, upside the head with a two by four. Yeah. But that's Saturn keeping you on that path. So if your guides were saying, hang in there, this is about karmic work, that would totally make sense that Saturn was across from your son. It absolutely does. Yes. And I don't think I said that the guides also said 
that I had to go through the pain, um, that the pain was part of it, that I would increase my spiritual tool belt, which is what has prompted me to really look at what have my lessons been here. That's a lot of lessons. Well, I've been looking at my chart a lot, as you know, and and just my whole backstory that you're familiar with on this podcast of two divorces and just all the stuff that happened and then turning everything around and and that all it's amazing i mean those particular events don't show up in the chart but certainly the theme of that life shows up in the chart very largely yes and i was going to do a podcast on this in the future too of the saturn return what is that well that's when you're born you get the imprint right the stars are in particular positions in the sky when you're born. And then everything starts moving. From the minute you're born, everything starts moving clockwise. And what happens is Saturn, Saturn takes 29 and a half years to go all the way around. And then when it comes back to where it was when you were born, 29 and a half years later, stuff happens. And then... 29 and a half years later, which I am almost 59, here we go again. And that's exactly where I am. In fact, last week on Tuesday, Saturn was zero degrees, returned home again for the second time. And that's why I'm making all these changes. And we are buttoning up, baby. But I'm, I told Saturn, I said, we'll do it your way. Let's go easy. <laughs> Let's go the easy route. Yeah. But yeah, Saturn Saturn will buck whip you. Clearly. All right, what else? Well, the last two, I think, um, are not as impactful, but certainly are relevant to me and probably many people. And this was really after the surgery. It showed up for me as you and everybody else kept saying to me, what's your pain? On a, on a one to 10, what's your pain right now? And that meant that I had to really focus on it when I was trying to ignore it. And I remember getting very frustrated. And I, I don't know. It's just a lot. It's just high. <laughs> um, so learning to communicate my feelings and my needs and honoring them. What, do, what am I feeling? Don't block it. Really acknowledge it. And I'm kind of putting those two to give, together there. And so one of them is communicate what I need. When I was a full-time job and it took two people to help me roll over, I couldn't even, I couldn't log roll by myself. I would find myself thinking I would really like something or I really need help, but I didn't have, I didn't articulate it. And it was that realization of, okay, so people are not mind readers. You really do have to deal with it. Don't brush it aside. Don't feel like you're a pain in somebody's rear end. Everybody here loves you. Let them help. So that was certainly one of my spiritual lessons is ask for help, accept help, and speak what I feel and need. And then that just kind of led into the other one is pay attention to what that is. Know what my body is saying to me and honor it because, you know, what do I do? Overdoing all the time, right? I'm, I push through it. Well, and you and I were looking at your, go back to the chart. If it's in your heart, it's in the chart is what yes. they say. That your north-south node, which we did a podcast a while back on, yes. which is one of the starting points of understanding why are you here. You look there first. And then your north node is to let go 
let it be was one of the things it said in there, just to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, it all fits. It does. It's all right there. And I'm sure more will show up. But, wow, this has been, these are five things that have kept me busy. Well, when we talk on here about enjoying the journey, <laughs> that wasn't an enjoyment. <laughs> There's no doubt it is a journey. It is definitely, and that's the good, bad, and ugly. Well, people have been asking, what's ahead for you now? A normal life. I mean, I'm <laughs> saying over the next month, maybe. <laughs> Things are still not normal. No, and it may be a while. But, um, you know, getting stronger every day and very much looking forward to being lean and mean and flexible and hiking. Sedona is in my future as On your soon radar? as it can be. Yes. Well, there you go. Sedona is like the Saturn in the United States. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Sedona will whoop your ass. In a heartbeat. <laughs> get, As you're pulling you. into town, it starts. Yeah. Okay, maybe I won't go to Sedona, come to think of it. I need a break. Rethink that one. You're not going to get there anytime soon, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, a couple of other things just real quickly here that I've been working on. We're going to do a special podcast coming up next week. This will be right after the 2018 Labor Day holiday. The reason I'm holding off is because I've been doing so much of this study on astrology that I want to apply the stuff that I've been learning. So this summer, have you had a wonky summer? Anybody else besides me had a wonky summer? We've had six planets in retrograde. What does that mean? Well, in astrological terms, it means that the planets not are moving backwards, but it looks like they're moving backwards from the Earth's perspective. It's an Earth rotation thing. Six planets in retrograde. Well, that, long and short, just means weird. And then we had three eclipses, more weird, and as we're approaching this Labor Day holiday, all of that's, well, some of that is getting straightened out because Mars, the power planet, and Mercury, the communication planet, everybody hears about Mercury retrograde, right? It's all over social media now. People I swear it, that's it more than not. That both of those are moving again. Well, this really cool podcast that I'm going to do next week, I wanted to wait until that power and communication energy were both in alignment. So that's a little bit why the radio silence just been, everything's been wonky. So just, just go with it. It's been a time to study. It has, and that's what I've been doing. And now it's getting ready to be time to get back in action. And that's what we're going to do. little special show next week, and then we're going to talk about some karmic purpose stuff on the podcast. Very enlightening. So in the meantime... Enjoy your journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.